This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 223 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show, a charming Cherokee. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Draper Therapies, Charles Owen, and Stable Comfort by Promat. You can find all of them at StableScoop.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hail or hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Glenda Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, howdy, Helena. Well, howdy, Glenn. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Well, <laughs> Make it's a sure day I got late. Right. It's a day late, actually. So happy Black Friday. Happy Black Friday. I don't celebrate Black Friday. I refuse <laughs> to do the shopping thing. Yeah, me too. I uh, we're not we never go out. Uh, that's you know I just can't. Say, I I don't have anything I want that bad. No, well I do, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm certainly not going to go out to any store on the Friday after Thanksgiving to get it. I just don't. I you know I really I have a hard time. I'm all about gift giving, especially at the holidays. I think it's a great way to celebrate your love and your thankfulness and you know the hope of the year to come and everything. But um, I think like a lot of people, it's just it gets so overwhelming, like the pressure to buy and then to start the day after Thanksgiving. It's just we solved that a long time ago. We just don't get anybody anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But we're uh, we definitely cut down. You know, my brothers and I made a deal as soon as we got out and got married. It was like. You know, I have three brothers, so that meant, you know, their wives and everything, their kids and everything. And we, we finally just sat down one day and said, look, we're not buying anything for each other anymore uh, because it just got to be too much. Uh, so, you know, we made that deal. And pretty much we did the same thing with Jennifer's uh, siblings, too, because there's so many uh, that it just got almost impossible. So we just we made a deal. If none of us buys the other, then nobody feels guilty. Right. So, so that's where we left it and said, let's just get together and... You know, let's just get together and and have fun and you know and eat and get yeah. drunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be together. So that's what we do. That's, yes. That's yes. Uh, that's where we went with it, and I, I think it. You know, we've all been happier since then. I think <laughs> it's true. You are happier. It's like this release of tension from you know. It's just hard because you're surrounded by it. It's everywhere, and that's so. You know what? I don't even watch TV anymore. I don't even look at the television. No, it was, we don't have to see any Target commercials. The, the problem, though, is that... Well, that's, um, why, that's why TiVo and DVRing is so wonderful. It is wonderful. How, however, now they've taken over Facebook. So it's like all, like my friends are like, they like Target and they like Walmart and they like Tide, you know, to get these discounts or whatever, these coupons. And my news feed is just jammed with this crap. <laughs> I know. I know what you mean by that. And I think... Facebook's trying to do some things about that, but let's not complain about buying gifts too much because I have an announcement. Oh, okay. You bought me a gift? <laughs> no, well, not yet. But the there is finally, after all, three and a half years of people bugging us and listeners hounding us, we now have a Horse Radio Network merchandise store. <gasps> Yay! You can buy Horse Radio Network logo stuff. You know how everybody likes our little logo with the with the uh, microphone horse? Yep. Well, now they can buy the little logo with the microphone horse on mugs and, and canvas totes and saddle pads and hats. Um, we have shirts, uh, flashlights. You know, we, we have about a dozen products now that you can buy. We're going to add to that. Uh, we're going to keep adding to that. But for right now, it's up. It's ready for Black Friday shopping today. So for all of those Horse Radio Network fans in, in your life, you can get them a little something for Christmas right there. Or yourself, by yourself. Who cares about them? 
Let's, <laughs> let's just buy yourself something. So it's at hrnstore.com. Or you can just go to any one of go to stablescoop.com and the, there's a link right there. So hrnstore.com is the website though. Oh, and, how cute. And you can go there and buy uh, lots of stuff with HRN on it. Who's uh who's modeling the saddle pad? That is one of our listeners who won a a hat. Uh, she has her horse in this picture wearing a, a dressage saddle with an HRN saddle pad and a hat. She won those actually when we had a contest the one time and she sent us that picture. And it makes a great picture. It's Dawn Deems. Yeah. Is her name and uh, makes a great picture for our hat or for our model or for our website here, doesn't it? Uh, it's yes, and then there's a picture of Jamie Jennings from Horses in the Morning. She's got an HRN saddle pad on her horse. Yep, yep. So it's uh, those saddle pads are available too in all purpose and dressage uh, with the HRN logo. And the HRN logo looks really spiffy on it, don't you think? It was wicked. I love the logo. It's very crisp and clean, yep. and we have a T-shirt. This is so awesome. Yeah. Now we're gonna we we. We started, we did uh, uh, some merchandise, a couple of things with Horses in the Morning logo, and we're going to eventually expand out to all the shows, uh, mm-hmm. but we couldn't do everything at once because we have too many shows. So uh, we did a couple things with Horses in the Morning, but we're, we're going to be adding to that all the time. As we can afford to build it up, we're going to be doing that. So Lovely. So Love. it's hrnstore.com for your Horse Radio Network merchandise. We've never had it before, so the first time you're going to be able to buy, the mugs are really nice by the way i like the mugs i like yeah. the mugs too i think i might need to get like a whole set <laughs> there you go there you go no it's terrific uh i like i like that uh it's just keep and be, keep in mind that christmas is coming so don't go out and buy too much yourself there helena right no i you never I know buy what a- you might get no i'm <laughs> i never know what i might get oh right okay okay <laughs> That's okay, good. I up, like pep- you know what I like? I really like peppermint flavored things. Like <laughs> peppermint flavored chocolates would fit nice into an HRN mug set. <laughs> <laughs> Food is always good. Food is a great gift. Yep. Well, we do have uh, the mugs too. We you can buy a Christmas gift mug that will come already wrapped and with little bows on it and everything. Well, that's sweet. And it'll have uh you can either get candy in it or mints for the horses. So you can either do one or the other. Or both. Sure. See, the problem with the mints for the horses is, and candy is, like, I eat it all. I get, to, I eat it on the way to the barn. You know, you're like, dee, 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 dee. Well, no, how about I we have... fill it with stud muffins, and then you won't be tempted? I, yeah, I ate the stud muffins too. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I was like, yesterday, I don't know what I was doing. I was trying to catch the pony. Gracie had a lesson here at Hither and Yon, and and Nora came down. I'm like, oh, we gotta, we gotta hurry up and get the pony in here. So I broke out the stud muffins, knowing that my horses would just come running for them, and um. I'm like, they're all like gooey and sweet and soft. <laughs> like, oh, I, I, they smell so good. Maybe I'll just take a little nibble. <laughs> it was so good. I had to stop myself from eating the whole stud muffin. <laughs> well, they are tasty. I mean, the, the horses obviously love them. Well, let's, uh, let, we have a great guest coming up today on today's show. I wanted somebody, you know, uh, it's, it's Black Friday, so we're all in a holiday mood. And I wanted somebody who was going to be fun and entertaining. So I'll tell you a little bit more about her in just a minute, but we have a, uh, a girl by the name of K.J. Jones, who is an adventurer, uh, an equine performer, an entertainer. She's a Cherokee Indian, and very proud of that, and she's an equine photographer. She's also an artist. She's a sculptor. She does murals. She's uh, She considers herself uh, a cowboy and an Indian, um, and she trick ropes, and she throws knives, and I mean, this woman does everything so we're gonna we're gonna be talking to her today and having a little fun just uh learning about her life and and i hear that she has a really cool southern accent so we're gonna hear more about that right after this third part in the holiday helmet series that we're doing in cooperation with charles owen and riders for helmet the horse radio network presents a special holiday series called giving the gift of safety purchasing a helmet for your loved ones at christmas and today we talk about helmet standards and how do you understand what they are and which standards do you need in your helmet? We're going to learn more about that right now. Glenn the Geek here, founder of the Horse Radio Network. We are excited to bring you a special holiday helmet mini-series, giving the gift of safety, purchasing a helmet for your loved ones at Christmas. 
In cooperation with Charles Owen and Riders for Helmets, we have created this six-part miniseries to highlight some amazing real-life stories and some tips on buying helmets as gifts. Today we have Roy from Charles Owens back with us to talk about what all those symbols and certifications mean in your helmets. So, Roy, there are a a lot, as we said, there are a lot of uh, symbols and numbers and things. There's a lot of standards and certifications. What do I need to know as a person going to buy a helmet? What do I need to look for inside the helmet to make sure I'm getting one that's safe for my head for riding my horse or driving my horse? Well, a lot of people just want to look, just tell me the symbol I need to have inside the helmet because there's got to be one standard that's best, that that is the super standard. Right. Now, the thing about standards is standards represent accidents. And if you go for the, the standard that is the toughest, then that's great if you have that tough accident. But if you're falling on, if you fall onto a sand surface, uh, uh, one of these riding arenas, then that may not actually give you the best protection for that type of accident. So the best thing to do is to look for as many standards as you can do because each standard tests for a different set of accidents. Uh, And that's going to give you the biggest range of protection rather than looking for the the one with the ultimate. And I mean, we've just produced one for those people that are concerned about that horrible accident, the rotational fall. And we've just produced one with four safety standards in. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's the safest helmet because obviously the the safest helmet is the one that fits your head. But if you're not going to have that accident and you're not concerned, you know, you don't see yourself particularly at risk, from those extreme accidents, you don't need to have that level of safety. You want that, the, the standard that's going to give you the right protection. Now, of course, alongside standards is, is the, the guarantees that you're going to get from um, having other marks from independent testing bodies, things like the SCI mark and the CE mark. And there's a funny heart-shaped symbol, which is the British Safety uh, Institute. They, they do independent testing on the products. And it's those marks that really give you that uh, sense of security, that you're not just relying on the manufacturer saying this is a great product. But these certification marks are saying somebody else is standing up and willing to put their logo on this product to say, we would recommend you buying this helmet. Well, the one one symbol that I see the most here in the United States and that I think everybody's familiar with because it, it, it says it on your horse show applications and things is SEI. It has to have the SEI uh, uh, stamp on, on the inside. Tell us about that. Well, that's correct. I mean, the SEI is the minimum requirement for by the USCF and various horse show organizations and various barns because they want you to have a minimum level of safety. But of course, if you're buying the gift of safety for somebody else, somebody who you really care for, are you really just going to be looking for the minimum? Um, and this is where you can start to look at multiple standards and multiple certifications because with that extra level of um, scrutiny and uh, each person looking for something slightly different, the more, the more safety marks, the more safety certifications you can have on a product, you're not buying somebody just the minimum level of safety. You're buying somebody the best safety you can have. And it's quite common, you know, people kind of spend scrimp and save on trying to uh, feed their horse and they'll have to go along and say, oh, well, you know, I just get something that's going to, you know, that looks like it's going to save my head and I'll just put that on. But then when you're giving a gift, this is an opportunity where you can say, do you know what? I actually care about you so much that I think you want something above the basic. And that's where you're looking for this extra certification. And Charles Owen helmets have that. 
Oh, uh, Charles Owen have a whole range. We we have some introductory helmets, which uh, have two safety standards on. The majority of them are three safety standards, and we have just launched for the person that's really scared of that rotational fall, a four safety standard with four certifications. Well, Roy, when I used to have our own store and we used to be fitting helmets for people, one of the questions we used to get all the time was, if I buy the more expensive helmet, is that the safer helmet? Well, not necessarily, because the cost of producing a helmet sometimes is in the design and style, maybe the fabrics that are used, and maybe you're just wanting a helmet with a very complex very lightweight style, and that all adds to the cost. And, of course, there are some people out there that feel that people who want to buy the best will expect that by paying a high price, they will get the best. But that isn't necessarily always the case. Um, When we're looking for a helmet, you know, and, and really we do some introductory helmets that have a huge amount of safety built in because we do care, take care of the new riders that come into our community that perhaps don't want to spend a huge amount of money and by removing pieces of leather and going down to nylon straps, you can really pare back the cost of manufacture of a helmet without necessarily affecting the cost. So standards are a great way to look at it and you'll be surprised that sometimes the highest price helmet isn't necessarily the one with the most safety standards. Well, this has been very interesting. You know, we're, we're continuing this series in the next part where we talk about how a safe functional helmet can also look stylish. You and I have attended a few helmet symposiums together, and one of the things for helmet adoption that we discussed to, to increase helmet adoption was that they have to be stylish. So that's what we're going to talk about the next time. I look forward to it. Thank you to Riders for Helmets for everything they do for helmet awareness and safety. You can visit them at riders4helmets.com. And thank you to Charles Owen. You can visit them at charlesowen.co.uk. So we went... Helena, over the weekend, down to see Dr. Wendy Ying in Sarasota. Remember, we had her on the show a couple weeks ago. Yes. Uh, She's the host of the driving show. And I got to drive uh, one of her horses, and we got to take a pair out. We just had a blast over the weekend, Jennifer and I, visiting her. She has a beautiful place with a pool in the back. And we recorded the driving show with the table set up by the pool with the palm trees. It was was so neat. It was neat. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And All right, so you got to drive one of Wendy's horses? Yeah, I got to drive one of her horses, and we had a great time. Uh, you know, he, her horses are very well trained, so they put up with me. Um, but we drove through her neighborhood, which is a which is a equestrian neighborhood. Oh, okay. And a lot of the places like our neighborhood have ho- horses, but it's a little more open, not as wooded as ours. Yeah. And first thing, like second farm down, we're driving down through her neighborhood there, the three of us. And what do we see in the in the lady's yard right there is a bald eagle. No. Uh, yep, bald eagle just out sunning himself in the yard by the by their pond. And we stopped and we took pictures and everything. And then it 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 sort of you know flew off real slow like they do. Um, and then we saw deer and we saw huge turtles. I mean, they just have wildlife galore in their neighborhood. Uh, it, it was what do you really... think is the draw? I mean, you guys live in a pretty, um, yeah, in think, a pretty, I don't want to say open, but you have plenty of open space, I undeveloped think it's space. more built up down there. So, uh, you know, I think it's more built up around them. So they have, you know, the, the wildlife. Tends so they're to like congregate. an oasis. Of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And it's a big area. You know, it's probably 20 square miles of, of neighborhood. So it's a big area. Okay. And it was just neat. It was really cool. It was fun to drive again. I miss that. For me, there's still no better sight than looking at the butt end of a horse, uh, you know, <laughs> while, while, while driving. It's still fun. Do you, did you, um, can you tell the difference? Like, I mean, Wendy's got some serious performance horses. When you are in the cart, do you feel the can you can you like feel their training their she their gave level me of the slowest sluggiest one? 
Hmm. Um, Which is still probably pretty yes. amazing. Yes, it is. And But she did that on purpose. <laughs> she has others that are obviously a lot more feisty. Yeah. Uh, but this was the one that she thought, you know, this is going to be this is going to be a safe one, and I appreciated that, and so did Jennifer because she was riding in the cart. Um, but Jennifer wouldn't drive. We asked Jennifer if she wanted to drive. Jennifer was never a big driver. She she you know she likes going along. She'd go along and she would drive occasionally, but she you know riding's her thing and yeah. uh, you know. But she respects that my thing is driving, so she'll come along to keep me company and have fun. Right, right. But it was fun. We had a great time. We went out to we went on a, a boat ride at dawn or at dusk rather. We went on a boat ride at dusk out of Sarasota there and it was along what the millionaire mile where all the big ritzy houses are along the ocean. That was mm. cool. Or it's actually along the Gulf of Mexico. You're killing me here. You're I know, killing me. It was beautiful. It's like forty seven degrees out and it's gray. <laughs> Uh, and then we went to the Tapas restaurant, not Topless. I wanted to go there, but nobody yeah. went. Uh, so we went to the Tapas restaurant. And, you know, have you done that ever? What, what's it's Tapas? A, it's a Spanish restaurant that they give you little portions and you order. Oh, Tapas. Yeah, Tapas. How do, is tapas, that how you say tapas. It? I say Tapas. Tapas. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have not. I know what it is, but I've not personally. Well, that's fun because you get like appetizer portions of all these little plates and then you just buy a lot of them. Uh, it's kind of like dim sum, like the Chinese version yeah, kind of like um, that. It's just like, you know, they bring the buffet to you. You yes. just you sample, a sampler. Yes. Yep. And that's what it was, was kind of like. So we, we had a wonderful time. I just wanted to thank Wendy for that. It was a good time. We got to meet our new boyfriend. And, and How's he nice? Yeah, he he's a nice, nice guy? guy. Nice guy. Quiet, it's... quiet, strong, quiet type, which is perfect for Wendy because you know Wendy. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. He's gonna, the into her yang. Yep, she's going to have to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she's a trip. We do enjoy hanging out with her. And I wanted to mention on the driving show this week, she answered listener questions. We had a bunch of listener questions that had come in about health and bits and harness parts and things. So that's what we did for the hour is she answered listener questions. So you can hear that at the driving radio show. And we did it by her pool. And that was uh, that was my just... fun for the weekend. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> what was I doing? Oh, yeah. I was traveling. I was in the car. Okay. Well, I was in the car. At least no, you weren't I, actually, out in the it, was, snow. it was a good... What's that? At least you weren't out in the snow. No, that'll be next weekend, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Or hurricane. Thanksgiving's it, over. Snow's coming. Thanksgiving is over. Oh, I'm just so not... Look, I got to plan a trip to Florida for like a couple of weeks. You do. I think I'll come down to Horse Radio Network. I know Network a place you can stay. I know. Well, I'll stay with you and Jennifer, of course. I'll drag Gracie. Yeah. And um, she must have a spring break sometime. She has a spring break. Yes, she has her um, spring break. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure out how to drag do that. Her down Just, here. And and I have I have someone who can take care of the horses, so that's not a problem. No excuses. Okay. All sure. Right. Well, let's get on with our guest here. We have, right after this word from Draper Therapies, we ha- you know how when you follow somebody on Facebook, you pro- everybody probably has this person. And I've been following her, and I watch her posts all the time because she is the most adventurous person I've ever seen. She, she's always doing new, fun, thrilling stuff. And you look at them and you go, when does she have time to do all of this? Do you have those that you follow that you're going, I, I just, you're just envious that you, you don't have the time or the energy or, or the manpower to do everything that they do? I, I no, I look at that. And I'm like, they must not have kids <laughs> or they must not, or they must not like, you know, something's, Giving them the freedom. And then they have the time to sit down and Facebook it. I know. I know. They take a thousand pictures. Um, you know, everything they do is Facebook. You're absolutely right. But <clears> this <throat> is one of those people. And I kept saying, I'm going to get her on a show one of these days because I think she's going to be so much fun. And we're glad that we have her on today. Her name is KJ Jones. She is out of Tennessee. She's a Cherokee Indian. As I said earlier, she also is an entertainer. She is an equine performer and entertainer, has done many, many clinics and things uh, across the country. She also uh, trains mounted police horses, uh, rescue horses. She's an artist. She's a photographer. And she calls herself a cowboy cowgirl and an Indian. So, uh, kind of a free spirit. So let's it's uh, got it all. Let's talk to KJ Jones. (laughs) 
Well, I'm back with Kat from Draper Therapies with another terrific gift idea. It is Black Friday. So you're going to be providing us with some ideas of what we can get our spouses. Is that correct? Or are our loved ones or our coaches or any of those? Yeah, these are the products we wanted to feature today. And I say products as multiples because we actually have some great stocking stifers. So these are all $10 and under. So you're getting the great benefits of Salient, which has been clinically proven to help increase circulation and reduce pain. And you're getting that in a nice winter item. So we have things for, we have a winter cap, which is fuzzy and warm and really, really fun. We have a beanie. So for those people who, you know, maybe aren't in the climates like we are in New England, you can have just a beanie, which is great and versatile. And then we also have a headband. So for those people who are out skiing and things like that, but don't want a big hat on them, they can also just wear the headband as well. So all of them are $10. They're all available on our website. And it's very exciting for this holiday coming up. Now, if I wear the hat uh, and it has the cellion in it, does it make me smarter or wittier? <laughs> I cannot make any claims, but everybody's going to react differently, so you just never know. In other words, it's worth a try, Kat. Absolutely. For 10 bucks, why not? <laughs> you can find all of these terrific products at drapertherapies.com. If you want to be smarter or wittier, check out drapertherapies.com. You know, just by going to the site, you get smarter. Yes, of course you do, because you're going to be learning something, hopefully. Right. <laughs> but again, we can't stand behind those claims. We can stand That's behind me saying that. Maybe something fun will happen. You just never know. <laughs> Well, hi, KJ, and welcome to the Stable Scoop Show. It's so good to finally talk to you. Thank you. Hi, Glenn. It's great to be here. I feel like you're one of my best friends because I've been, we've been friends on Facebook forever, and yes, I watch all of your posts, and I see all of the cool things that you get to do in life. And by the way, I'm envious. I'm going to be honest. Um, and, and we finally get to talk. Absolutely. That's, and you caught me on a stuffy head Southern accent day, but we will adapt and overcome. Well, we love, we love <laughs> Southern accents here, so don't, worry, don't you worry about that. Now, now tell me, I wanna, well, we're going to go into a little bit about your past and you know, how you got into the horse world and all of that. But first, you posted a picture last week on Facebook, and the caption said, Taking my first knife-throwing lesson... And the picture is of this guy in a red shirt standing there with you throwing knives at him or all around him around the wall. And you said that was only after an hour. What idiot stands in front of you? And, no, no, no. I mean, he, he, he is a he is a he is he's a world champion, like the wingest, most world champion knife thrower in history. And he's in the Guinness Book of World Records. He, he's a genius. But the thing is, is, I've been drawing for a little while. That was my first lesson with him. Um, oh, okay. I've been oh, traveling sure. with the Rhinestone <laughs> Roper Show. So I throw a tomahawk in the show. And um, I had learned the basics of throwing the tomahawk with Dan Mink. He's the Rhinestone Roper. And um, I tried it with his knives once or twice during our lessons. We had intense lessons for about six days straight. I had to fly out to Idaho and do six lessons or six days of lessons and then go back home. So we sort of crammed in trick ropes, bull whips, throwing knives, throwing tomahawks and different things like that and, and the horses and everything. And um, that's one of his best friends, Mike Baines. And um, so we, I was fortunate enough to go to the, uh, the International Knife Throwers, Tomahawk Throwers Hall of Fame. They had their championships a couple of weekends ago. And... Uh, we stayed at Mike's at Mike's place, and he offered to help me with my knife throwing because I really want to. I really want to do that. And in Dan's show, I'm on a wheel. He spins me on the wheel, and while I'm spinning, he throws ten knives around me, and then I take a 45 caliber um, <clears throat> pistol, a six shooter, and I shoot balloons out of there while I'm spinning. So, oh um, God, that's so that cool. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike is a genius, so he would have never stood there if I didn't have the skill or the concentration and the focus to throw those knives in a straight line up the wall. And it's a, it's a, either a ten or twelve um, inch wide board. If I didn't consist, if I weren't consistently throwing them in a line up the wall, he would have never stood there. But he has trained um, world champions. And um, KJ, and KJ, right I'm going to interrupt you there, and I just want to say this, okay? okay? I am never okay. standing along that wall with you throwing knives at me. I don't care how good okay, you are. Okay, well, right? 
Well, the thing is, is, you know, we would, and, and this is what I say is, is, you know, I would only do that for someone who could appreciate the skill that goes into that. So you probably. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. I just don't want to be at the pointy end. <laughs> you know, I always wonder, KJ, you know that a, a lot of the people that do this, uh, a lot of the people that do this are husband and wife teams. And I always think, what happens if they had a huge fight that morning? You know, somebody's going <laughs> to die. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, it's these the, the people who do it are they're extreme professionals and, and they're extremely good at what they do. And it is a skill that I just kind of had a natural talent for it. And they're just trying, they, they, they're teaching me exactly how to just be better with it. And, so, but everywhere we go, everyone does. They think that Dan. They just automatically assume that Dan's my husband, and and <laughs> like, well, why why does he have to be my husband and throw knives around me? Like, well, you really trust him? Well, he's a world champion. He's really good. And plus, I watched him throw knives around another girl a couple hundred times before I got on that wheel. So uh, that's it. There's the real answer. <laughs> There's the trust. Yeah. You've seen it with your own eyes. Yeah. I mean, I, I did, and you know he's. He's done it for years. He's probably done. He's he's thrown knives around his assistants and and partners for um, I don't know twelve thirteen years. He hasn't killed anyone yet because if he hasn't, you know, I I think he'd be on the news and not still doing it around the country. So I'm okay with it. There's horse people <laughs> and knife throwers all over the world knocking on wood right now. <laughs> so you, know, you 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 have you've got a lot of things going on. You have many talents. And you have a lot of activities. You're a very, very busy woman. What? How would you define yourself as, I guess, I don't want to say as a human being, but as a, a horse person? Would you consider yourself uh, a trainer, a competitor, um, an entertainer, all of the above? What is it I'm, that, what's the essence of KJ? I, I kind of, I generally refer to myself as, for other people as a guide, I want to help them have a better relationship with a horse. And that's, that's something you hear most all horse people say that you train and teach and, and, and such and such. But I generally, I, I genuinely do want them to, to have a better relationship because I know through all my experiences in life, I've done so many different things. It's true. And you know, a lot of, some of it was quite traumatic. Some of it, a lot of everything was learning experience that, um, when it came down to it, horses were the stable thing in my life. The horses were always there. The horses were always the same. They never changed on you, and and they're very forgiving because I've made plenty of mistakes, and I've learned so much along the way. And um, I feel that I want to guide people into having that that thing that they come home from. They have the busy day at work. They're all stressed out. They they have to focus and, and do things during the day that generally they don't love to do. And I want to do what I love and love what I do. But... Um, as a whole, I feel I'm, a, I'm an entertainer and performer with the horses, and they teach me more than I could ever teach them. So um, to, basically, the way I see it is the universe is like a six-billion-piece puzzle, and I'm just trying to find where my little spot is so I don't have to force it in. It just fits right in, and that's where it is, and that's why I've been all over the place. That's a really nice way of looking at it because it is like a puzzle, and some some people spend their entire lives looking for that little spot that they Absolutely. fit so nicely into, and it seems like you have a pretty good idea of where your spot is, and you're just sort of cozying up to it right right now. Right. What What would you Trying say to, then? Yes. What would you say? Um, I mean, I'm looking at a couple of pictures that we have here. One of of which is Glenn said is you throwing knives. The other is you have this very. Um, Warm, genuine smile. It looks like you've got your hand on, um, maybe he's a Mustang. And then there's another of you walking along the beach with a paint. Tell me about yes. that photo. What is that about? What What did that capture? That is... Uh, that that is captured Dan. KJ in a bikini. Well, I just wanted to throw that in. <laughs> he's such a boy. He's such a boy. That is Lucky Joe. He belongs to the Rhinestone Rover, Dan Mink. He has been performing in Dan's show for like 13 years, and I love him to death. He's 19 years old, and he is the horse that um, that I do part of most of my performing on in Dan's show now. And I and I have like a Native American act, and he's just he's a sweet he's just a really sweet boy. And 
that was one of we have traveled so much since July. We have crossed this country three times since the the end of July. And that was one of those days where we could finally just take a break and we're we're in between going from one location to the other and I was just adamant about taking the horses to the beach. Like we have got to take the horses to the beach and Dan's like, Okay, we'll do that. So that totally made my day. It actually made my year. And uh we got to ride on the beach and I introduced both horses to the water and coaxed them in so I got to get I got to put some training in there and contribute to to who they are a little bit and um it was just it was a great day and it's just uh one of those moments where you can just you can just be you can just relax you can breathe there's no expectations there's no audience there's no pressure and you don't have to worry about what you're doing right or what you're doing wrong or if your tomahawk's going to stick into the target when you throw it <laughs> you know, or something like that so it was that was a great day and uh, I do. I love that horse. He's just he's a he's a very sweet guy, and um, he works very hard. That horse he he three or four shows a day sometimes for ten days straight, and then gets a break and uh, back again showing you in three or four times a day. Now so you talk about the awesome. shows. Are they rodeos that you're doing? These um, are state fairs. State fairs. Okay. Oh, nice. That we are doing right now, and. Um, but we will do we will do rodeos. Uh, we're booked to do the Alabama Horse Fair the 19th and 20th in January, and um, it's whatever to get out there and do what I love on the horses. And and the horse fair thing is new to Dan. So. Uh, and what's the name of the so show he's, that he's got? Um, the Rhinestone Roper. The Rhinestone Roper, and is that uh, I'll find the website for that too. Do you know the website offhand? Um. The rhinestone is it's rhinestoneropershow.com, and then also danmink.com, and you can find it off of uh, We I sort of combined them, and you can click on the, about the show, and it goes to that total website. Hey, here she is on the wheel getting knives thrown at her. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, now tell no, us. not at me, around me. That's what he <laughs> would <laughs> say. <laughs> He's like, I'll I'll walk in public. I'm like, he throws knives at me. He's like, around her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, what's your favorite thing? If you, you know, obviously you are living the dream of every teenage girl now. You're you're living the (laughs) horse girl's dream. You're doing horse things. You're doing adventurous stuff. But you know, if it, you know, and you've done a lot of different stuff, which I want to talk to to uh, talk to you about some of it after our break uh, coming up here. But you know, is this what your dream was? Is this where you want to be, or is there still more? There's uh, there's still more. I would like to someday um, produce my own show, even get to perform in it. But I would love to produce the show. And I have so many friends who are so talented, and they want to get out there, and they have horses, and um, they want to they want to. They want to display what they can do, and I can't think of anything better than to put everyone together in a show. And I know the economy is really tough right now, and and horse fairs and these venues are trying to find different ways to attract people out. But I, I, I've been thinking about it for several years, and I think I have a pretty great idea of how to how to do that, and it not just be geared directly, specifically, totally towards horse people, but to everyone in general. So at least, you know, try that and see, see what happens with that. Well, I'm sure that uh, you pretty much uh, can do anything you want to do, so I don't, I don't think there's going to be any problem with that. And you let <laughs> us know when you do, and we'll, we'll be sure to promote it for you. We're going to take, we're going to take a quick break here for a commercial from Stable Comfort by Promat, and we're going to be right back with more about KJ because she has other parts of her life too. I want to talk to her about, and we'll be right back. Hey folks, Coach Jen here from the Horse Tip Daily Show. All of us as horsemen mull over our horse's nutrition and stress out over their stress level and fret about their fitness. But when is the last time you puzzled over your horse's lounging and sleeping comfort? Research has shown us over and over that quantity as well as quality of rest and sleep are crucial for top athletic performance as well as overall well-being. Enter Stable Comfort by Promat. Astute horsemen everywhere have been trusting Stable Comfort by Promat to provide unsurpassed comfort for their equine charges, as well as an efficient and economical stall flooring system that saves them both labor and betting dollars. Still not sure? Well, here's what one of Stable Comfort by Promat's customers 
has to say. When I built my first custom stables slightly more than eight years ago, one of my greatest concerns was the stall mat selection. Frankly, I would rather have no stall mats than mats that constantly shift, tripping horses and requiring extra shavings to hide the problems in an attempt to make horses comfortable. And most of all, I dreaded the burden of having to move heavy mats and repack stall foundations. Mission accomplished, thanks to ProMat, for delivering an excellent product. The horses love it because it is comfortable. I love it because it looks perfect, even after eight years. We bed the stalls only as needed and use far less shavings than I ever could have had imagined. And it takes less time to clean the stalls when using less bedding. And that's from Ann Dewarge of Little Rock, Arkansas. But the accolades don't stop there. Head on over to StableComfort.com and find out why champions like Nick Skelton, Mary King, and Chris Cox use Stable Comfort by Promat Systems for their equine athletes. KJ, now you're also you also do some amazing photography. You're an artist. I mean, is there anything you can't do? Well, if I can't, I'm going to try it. And if it's really bad, I'll stop. <laughs> if I'm pretty good, I'll keep going at it until I'm bored. You know, it's like it's kind of that thing with the puzzle too. There's so many things I want to do, and uh, the main thing is to uh, my main focus now is to make sure my horses are taken care of. That I can I can take care of my horses, take care of me, and and uh, and make a living. And it's life is too short to. To, to not love what you do. So I am totally dedicated. I'm going to do what I love and love what I do because the I want to be happy. And that's the main thing. I am happy and, I'll, and I want to stay that way. So that's the, that's the whole thing of the, that's life right there. Well, let's talk a little bit too. And you're, you're a proud member of the Cherokee Nation. And yes, t- tell us about, you know, what that means to you and, and, and how that's affected your life. Um, you know, that's, I'm very honored. I'm very honored that um, I'm a member, and there there are so many people out there who have Cherokee blood that that aren't members, and they should be. And it's not an easy thing to, uh, you know, you have your heritage, you have your genealogy, but you know, it's it's one of those tough things that either happens or it doesn't happen for some reason. And it was uh, it was brought to my attention by a friend of mine who he believed in me so much and. I wasn't sure about him. It takes me a little while to warm up to folks. And he was one of those friends who he, he was actually a um, a chief of his tribe and head speaker for the United Nations of Indians. And and he just kept he just kept encouraging me. And he, he and this person of his caliber actually he he was inspired by me. And um, I knew in the things that he was trying to accomplish in his life that he always included me and he would try to find a way to make sure that I always had something to look forward to, that I had something ahead of me. So no matter what, whatever I tried, if it, if, if, if I succeeded or if I needed to step back and reevaluate my situation and go in a different direction, which a lot of the times meant going back to square one and trying to find that opportunity or that door, he was always there. And it probably took him a couple of years, and he kept talking to me about it, and he finally talked me into it. And, and basically, he's like, look, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to send you this paperwork, and, and and this is for your benefit, and this is this is part of your heritage. This is your history. And, and I've always loved everything about um, Native Americans, and um, I always wanted to incorporate that with the, the horses and the performing and the entertaining. I just thought it would be a lot more complicated than it was. So... He helped me with that and with and, and through life and he was an extremely wise man and I it got to where when I'd have tough decisions in life or I needed to change or if I needed direction or, or or advice, I would call him and um he had sent me my paperwork and I'd signed everything, filled it out and sent it back to him and, and in the process of my paperwork going from me to him, he had to drive to Nebraska because his uh his brother had passed in a ceremony, and so he drove up there for his brother's funeral, and he never came back. When he when he went up there for his brother's funeral, he had a he had a blood clot in his lung mm. that no oh one knew gosh. about, and it burst. And so I, I lost my mentor, I, and and it was tough. And this was in April, so 
he was a major, major motivator in my life, and um, I felt lost for a while. And that feeling also, even though it's really tough when you lose when you lose people who are really close to you, it's, it's you, you kind of feel like you know you don't have a direction, you don't know what to do. But the opportunities continue to happen, and and I've been very fortunate to where when I'm in a position, an opportunity will present itself, and it always has. So I I, I kind of go with the flow. I can't make plans of, like five year plans, ten year plans because these opportunities do present themselves, and I'm in a completely different direction than I thought I would be in. But um, it means a lot now that that he's gone. But we we finished the process. It took a little longer because we had to redirect and everything. It took a little longer, and um, and the chief of the Cherokee he, he says, you know, Cascade would be proud of you, and and he would be happy that that we saw this through. And we're also talking about um, um, a title for me, or an opportunity for me to be um, the ambassador of friendship and peace for the Cherokee. And and we'll see what happens with that. It's just a, it's just an idea, a conversation we had, and and I hope I hope so because you know I never thought these things would come to pass and um they have and it helps in life like you said and it's another spot of inspiration for me after losing my mentor and someone so close who helped me through life so it's it's very precious it's very very precious and and that will always be a part of everything I do from here on out it sounds like you have a lot of you get a lot of inspiration and positive energy from not only who you're surrounded by, but the places that you're in and, and your experiences and the, your horses and how hard they work and how wonderful they are, have so much energy to give you. And the physical space that you are in, you know, the, the beach and the outdoors. And um, again, it's just giving you all this positive energy. And what I'm hearing is that you're so open to it. It just seems as if it just comes, it passes right through you because then you're in a great place to give it right back to the world. You're in a great place to give it back to someone who needs it. I would love to see this um, ambassadorship come to fruition for you because there's just something that it makes it feel right listening to you. It just seems like that is probably um, the ultimate puzzle piece for you. Does it feel like that? So. Does it feel like sort of I all roads so. lead to that? It does. It does. And, you know, I know the chief of the Cherokee is a very busy man and and working so hard to get things established for the nations and, and things recognized again and their sovereignty. And so for them to take a few minutes just for me out of everything that they're doing is, is huge. And that's the thing in life is, Try to keep everything positive. To continue to look forward, and to have to have the the positive influences around me, it would it would just be a shame to not make use of that. I mean, it's there for a reason. And you know, even in the, the lowest, darkest parts of my life, it, it's come to me. And there's been times where I've just I've just like I just want to lay down and give up, but you can't. That's not the answer. That you can't. There's no. There's no start over. There's no fast forward. There's no rewind. You just got to pick yourself up and you got to continue to go. And a lot of the inspiration that I receive are from uh, women who who are in parts of their lives and they've been there for years that they're not happy with, that they wish that they could change, and then they find inspiration in the things that I'm doing. And, and that's what I want to do. I want to help make others' lives better. And and they find something else to focus on except for, you know, besides what, what they don't like in their lives or the negative or what's, what someone else is not doing for them because it is our place alone to find our happiness, to find that, that, that happy spot in our life and, and focus on that. So that's what I want to do. I want to continue to motivate and inspire. And, and a lot of the puzzle is to figure out how is the best way to do this and the other thing is, and you know, I've had lots of friends over the years because I've been in situations where, um, you know, I've had a partner or I've tried to to partner up with someone, and we worked together, and it just it just never it just it just wouldn't work. And uh, <clears throat> I've had my friends for several years, like KJ, you need to do this on your own. You need to get out there and 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 do what you feel like you need to do. But I have always felt for years that as a team, 
as a team with friends or as a team with a partner or, if, you know, if I become married one day, that people are more marketable. If you have a group who are positive and putting a good word or a good message out that, you know, the more people are exposed to it and it's, it's just giving back all the positives because, you know, I've had so many amazing things happen to me in my life that I want to give back and I continue to want to give back and it's every day is a search of how can I do this better? How can I do this more? What can I do to make the world a better place? So you know, you that know, makes me happy. I, I hear what you're saying, <clears throat> but uh, I'll, I'll counter, counteract it a little bit. Uh, you know, you talk about a group and doing things individually, yet, uh, you know, I think one of the people I'm thinking of right now is uh, Lindsay White of RidersForHelmets.com, who started that campaign all by herself and has caused there to be massive changes in the helmet laws around around several disciplines, dressage and, and, and eventing and things. And and that's one person, you know, one person right. just just doing it. And I th- so I think that one. I think your friends are right. I think that if you have that fortitude and you have that personality and that drive and you have severe amounts of ADD like Helena and I, um, you yes, can you yes. can get a lot done. And and uh, you certainly qualify on all those fronts. Um, I mean, <laughs> Helena, she makes it look like we don't have ADD at all. That we're just <laughs> right. <laughs> That's talent. That's the talent in it, too. <laughs> you got to make everything look like you meant to do it. Even if you fall off a horse, you're standing perfectly still. That's. I love that. That we're going to use that as our new motto. We, you know, we make everything look like we meant to do it. I like that. Exactly. <laughs> well, KJ, we're going to leave you with that. Can you give your website out again? It's www.kjjones.net. And uh, I appreciate Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Well, I hope you come back and join us again. This has been a lot of fun. Absolutely. Anytime. So when I was a little girl, I really, really, really wanted to be a Cherokee Indian. And um, I still really, really <laughs> want to be a Cherokee Indian. <laughs> I, don't think you're, I, I don't think you can just say I want to be one. I think you're kind of born into that. Why? I guess just like, well, maybe in my next life, or maybe I was one in my past life. See, that's it. You could have been, because I know you pretty well, and you kind of, I, I could see that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of well, have that free spirit thing going. Well, and, and uh, KJ's got it, you know, she's, um, she's a force to be reckoned with. I, I think uh, I'm very happy that we we're able to have her on today. I'm still not going to let her throw knives at me. You will too. She's cute. You let anybody. You let any pretty girl throw knives at you, <laughs> and something tells me that there's more than a few who would want to. I've been married 25 years. I think I have had knives thrown at me. Yes. Times. Knives, dishes, <laughs> bridles, bell boots. Bell boots are good for throwing at men. That's true. At least they're soft. You can really you can fling them, but they don't hurt anybody. <laughs> Not that I have any experience with that or anything. No, no, not that you've done that at all, ever. <laughs> let's let's call it a day. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Have a very, very cool weekend. Uh, enjoy your shopping if that's what you're doing today. Uh, you know, get out there. Say hi to your horse this weekend. Give them a hug from Helena and I. And we hope that you enjoy your family if you're still with them. And Helena, we'll be back again next week with more and until then have a turkey sandwich (laughs) (laughs) happy scooping happy scooping